Hello and welcome to the first episode of Call Me a Microwave. In this episode, we're going to introduce the show, who we are, and probably get off topic. I'm Ash, a filmmaker of little renown, but that doesn't mean I won't criticise other people's vastly more expensive work. And I am the miscellaneous void Elias, and I will be 50% the cause of us getting off topic. That is half of the show. Exactly. Yeah, um, and because we're so good at planning, we've uh, not written anything down beyond this point. So, um, yes. why, don't you, why don't you talk about what the show's going to be? Um, so, to my understanding, uh, <laughs> we will be watching films, beginning to talk about the films, and as soon as we get a topic that we have our passion about, we will end up talking about that topic for probably the rest of the episode, with very little relevance to the actual show. Yes, although I'm going to do my best to pull it back on topic sometimes, because people watch this show, theoretically, for... I say watch, it's an audio format, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Uh, for, for, the, for the film chat, but... Let's be honest, films aren't that interesting. Um, exactly. It's better to just pay attention to all the chaos. We've actually got a Google Doc going. We've got, we've got a list of some films we're going to cover. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, assuming anyone listens to this, uh, please do send in submissions for films. Um, so yes. So what, what is your interest in films? What sorts of films do you actually um, like to watch? My interest in films pretty much relies on cool murders that aren't horror, um, action, like uh, The Old Guard, which is a particular favourite, um, anything that's fantasy, anything that's not sexist, anything that isn't homophobic, anything that doesn't have extremely bad morals. So basically, good films that aren't about shitty people doing shitty things and being praised for it. Pretty much. If it's got a woman director or a director of colour, then I will definitely give the movie a watch because straight white men have way too much publicity. This is true. This is true. Um, Mm -hmm. I say, having realised that most of the films on this list at the moment have a straight white man directing them. Exactly. We'll branch out and get some directors. Actually, I don't know who who directs some of these because we've got like... Because we've got like we've got some newer stuff like the Willoughbys, which came out on on uh, what's it called? Uh, Netflix recently. Um, and the Willoughbys. We're so prepared on googling this. The Willoughbys was directed by <laughs> uh, Chris Pan, who is a straight white. Uh, I assume he's straight. Statistically, I'm likely to be correct. At least the old guard is um, directed by a woman. So okay. we've got one diversity point. Yeah, the the grand total I know about the old guard is that it came out this year because I googled it, and I don't know yes. anything else. And I, I'm excited for that episode because I like watching things. I it don't is a know. very good movie, and I also have a lot of opinions on Ooh. how immortality is portrayed. Oh, oh, immortality! Immortality mm-hmm. is always weird because it's like, do you really want to live forever? Do you exactly? And the answer is usually no, because the world can get pretty mucked up. And more importantly, everyone you know and love will die. Exactly, unless they are also immortal. And then you have the problem of, is there a way for you to die at all? Or do you just continue floating in star stuff once the world has been destroyed? Um, I assume that what will happen is, is the inevitable heat death of the universe will happen and you'll just be left existing. Hmm... Or you could use writing cheats like uh, the character me used in Doctor Who and just get a TARDIS and fuck off again. That is a very good point. But, you know, like, as it turns out, the world isn't written by Stephen Moffat, so you can't go with that option. We've got quite a few films that have been out for a while on here at the moment. Yes. We do have Silence of the Lambs, which is a particular favourite, even though I've only watched it once. I just enjoy the theory behind it, and I enjoy writing essays about it. <laughs> I've never seen it, um, which is going to be a trend here. I you were in for a treat. Ooh, I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. What else have we got on here? Um, oh, is... We've got a section called Badly Reviewed, which is not films that we don't like. It's films that were badly reviewed by like f- professional film critics, but that are actually mm-hmm. quite good. Yes. So somehow that's a category that exists. <laughs> yeah. And on that vein, we also have, um, I'm going to be putting down Birds of Prey, which is badly reviewed by straight white men, but well reviewed by anyone with common sense. So, so a uh, small percentage of the population? Uh, what's it called? Birds of Prey? Yes. Birds of yeah, Prey. Yeah, pretty much. 
I haven't seen mm-hmm. nor heard uh, nor heard of this film actually. Oh, I have heard of it. Never mind. I just haven't seen it. it. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, yeah, so we're going to be covering a, a lot of different films from different genres and sort of see what we get to. Uh, we've got some older mm-hmm. stuff, like I've put A Bug's Life in here because I saw it 10 years ago and don't remember anything about it. I just know that there were oh, ants. Dear. And that's literally all I know. Yes. Yes. And Capitalist Crickets, I believe. Capitalist... Or were they grasshoppers? I can't remember. They might have been grasshoppers, actually. Actually, yes. I don't know. They were brown and evil. I think they were, because I remember realising that grasshoppers exist around about the point I watched A Bug's Life. How did you not know grasshoppers exist? Do we even have them here? Uh, I know we've got crickets, but I've never seen a grasshopper. Grasshoppers. Um, we have a lot of restaurants called Grasshopper. Um, but do we do we have... Uh, oh, New Zealand Grasshopper. Here we go. Land care research. No, they are a thing. Oh, They're okay. Native. And They're native. Excuse me one moment. Okay, yes. Yeah. Excuse me one moment while I pour out some tea, and you can hear that over the microphone. I apologize to anyone who suddenly feels a need to wee as a result of that sound. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast does not get very edited because um, I'm lazy mostly, so uh, you're getting the tea pour and everything. What joys. What joys, yeah. Um, this episode. It's a truly authentic podcast. Yeah, this episode is not planned very well because. Uh, or at all. Uh, we wrote the intro. I still haven't written the outro. True. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I thought about it yeah. in the very abstract way of we're going to make a podcast yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> That's the amount of planning I've put in as well. <laughs> um, yeah. What other films could we do that we haven't got on the list? Because we've got quite a lot on the list already. Um, I really want to do, I want to do uh, like a series on Peaky Blinders. Yes. We will just do like, yes, indeed. I think there's, are there five seasons now? And we'll just do an episode I wouldn't have series. a clue. I think there's five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, any submissions that people want to send in for us to watch? Yeah. There are five seasons of Peaky Blinders. Um, and I'm, I, I think we should do like an episode per season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would work. And because I can't be bothered doing like 30 episodes on just Peaky Blinders. This is not a Peaky Blinders podcast. <laughs> this is a more general podcast. Well, it could become one. It, um, That's very it true. It could, but then I I don't want to just become one of those Peaky Blinders fans that just only talk about Peaky Blinders. That's very fair. I know someone like that. Oh, dear. I feel I should note that a lot of us, or a lot of my commenting, at least on these films, will be me critiquing people's techniques at various things that I don't actually know how to do, because obviously I don't know how to properly murder people, because that would be illegal. Oh, you're criticizing the murdering will... method. I thought you were going to be criticizing the filmmaking. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh no, I know nothing about filmmaking. That's all on your side. Oh. <laughs> you're just going to critique what mm. happens in the film. I didn't murder them properly. Yes, exactly. I could have murdered them better. (laughs) Exactly. A lot of films I find I end up just crying in agony because, honestly, it pains me with their technique. (laughs) You're just concerned with the characters not knowing how to kill people. (laughs) Yes, yes, I am. how you're supposed to critique films. The issue with the film isn't meant to be, oh, they didn't murder him properly. I should have stabbed him there. Okay. (laughs) Okay, no, I don't actually know about where you're stabbing people, but I do know that if you're doing it in a giant open parking lot when there's people oh. around, people are going to notice. Oh, no, fair enough. But that's just like, mm. that's just shitty filmmaking. Yeah, Well, Destiny's just told me that we have disc space remaining for 246 hours of recording. Lovely. I have disc space remaining for 47 hours and one minute. I've got five terabytes of storage. I've got quite a bit to go around. I have no idea what any of those words meant. You know how big a gigabyte is? Um, no. Are you aware of the concept of a gigabyte? I am aware it is a measurement of space. Okay. A terabyte's a thousand gigabytes. Cool. Um, how do... A terabyte can hold a billion characters of text. I also have no concept of what a billion is, so you uh, sort of miss the mark. I give up. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the, pretty much the all of our show. Technology is not a strong point for one person here. It should be mentioned that it took an hour and a half to set up a microphone stand, the microphone getting screwed onto the stand correctly, Discord, and Team Viewer. And Audacity. Mm. Although that one took another day. Yeah. I can do logical things like pulling a tree out of a fence. I can't do technology. Yeah. I mean, my method for pulling a tree out of a fence is just to hack the tree into pieces with an axe. Yes, but sometimes you don't have an axe on hand. Maybe you don't have an axe on hand. I always have an axe on hand. If you don't carry an axe with you everywhere, I what sort of outdoors person are you? I'm not allowed to carry an axe on hand everywhere I go. Oh, why not? Come on. I don't know. Society's standards. You mean you don't go to Countdown with an axe? No, unfortunately not. For the international viewers out there, Countdown is like Tesco's. Oh, that's not... I don't even know what Tesco's is. It's a supermarket. <laughs> It's a supermarket. Tesco's. It's a very, very large. Tesco's is a British supermarket. I see. Um, I also want to note that my bird is currently curled up on top of his cage, sleeping Aww. with his head under his wing. Aww. And if this was a visual format, I would definitely be showing a picture yeah. of him. Uh, we're gonna. We'll do a visual format someday. Someday. One day we'll get there. For now, mm. we're just doing audio because it's easier. Yes, and no one needs to know what I look like. Fair enough. I'm just too lazy to set up a camera and microphones and buy a camera and microphone, camera and lights, camera and lights, and buy a thing to cap uh, or buy a capture card and like put all the effort in. Fuck at that. That's a whole bunch of words that I don't understand because while I do do <laughs> AV, I only ever put mics on people and follow people around on stage with a spotlight. Uh, thing what makes camera go into computer. <laughs> cool. I thought you used a USB for that. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a USB, but it turns into HDMI. Another word I don't understand, apart from the term that you have to get an HDMI cable to connect a computer to a TV. Correct. That is what it is. That's exactly what it is. Wow, I'm practically a pro. Practically, yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other films can we do? So we've got, we've got quite a selection here. Uh, what are, what mm -hmm. are some films that you've watched that you've really enjoyed recently? See, the thing is, I don't watch movies because I can't sit still for long enough. So, yeah. Which is interesting considering we're doing a film review podcast. But I can watch stuff. Yeah, this stuff. is going to go so well. Yeah. If I have something to do while I'm watching it, then I can. Like knitting. I can knit a blanket while watching a movie. But usually I listen to podcasts and read books because they re require less effort than movies do. But movies, you just sit there and they, like, show them to you. I know. You don't but even have to I turn feel, the page. But I feel like I'm wasting time because I'm just sitting there and I'm not actually moving. Hence why occasionally, if I feel like watching something, I'll end up watching anime. Because then I can at least pretend my, to myself that I'm learning Japanese because I don't do my Japanese study when I should. Fair. 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 No, yeah. I, I, I just, like, don't care. I, I, I mean, to be fair, I don't watch stuff either. But that's just because I'm too busy making stuff. Oh, we're so great at doing this podcast. Neither of us watch films. Yeah, this is just a way of justifying watching film as work. Honestly, yeah, that's... Like, this is the, on this is the only way you can ever make a bug's life into billable time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your job? I, I watch mean... movies and then talk for like an hour. I mean, to be fair, watching A Bug's Life, you could be learning about the intricacies of animated bugs. Yeah. I don't think it's... I don't think A Bug's Life is an educational film. I mean, that's fair. Although, to be fair, if I do watch stuff, it's usually, like, either BBC Earth with historical channels or nature channels, um, oh. especially David Attenborough. Oh, I, I just remembered a show that exists. Do you remember um, that one with the bloke with long hair with a shovel and they would go into archaeology? What's it? That um, one with the bloke with a shovel? You know the, no. The, the, the one where they like did archaeological digs. It, was on his, it used to be on, I think, History Channel or ITV. And then it was, I don't remember what Almost. it was broadcast here on, but it was the, the one with the, what was it called? It's, someone's going to be writing the comments. It's called this! And, like, very angry at me for not knowing what it's called. It's the, the, the one with the archaeology that was on 
British TV and they'd just like go around Britain digging up like old walls and go, this is what used to be built here. I feel I should specify that I don't do anything around British history. And also, I only ever watch TV when I'm at my Nana's house, because she's the one with Sky. It's called Time um, Team! I found it. It's called Time Team. Um, it was uh, it first aired in 1994. <laughs> it ran for 20 years. Um, oh. But it, uh, a team of specialists carried out an archaeological dig over a period of three days um, with a guy called Tony Robinson explaining the process in layman's terms. And they they nice. had such people as Mick Aston, who was a very famous archaeologist, on. He's the bloke with the long hair that I was talking about. I have no idea who any of those people are because my interests are pretty much centred around Egyptian, Greek, and Roman history. I mean, like, history. fair enough. Uh, it was on Channel yeah. 4. But it, it's you'd probably really enjoy it because they just did, like... Probably. It's, it's just archaeology, and it was actual real archaeology as well. They did actually do... Like science from it as well as just the TV show, as opposed to what, like digging in a sandbox, as opposed to just doing a TV show for entertainment. They would actually publish scientific paper. Um, right. According to Tony Robinson, the archaeologists involved with Time Team have published more scientific papers on excavations carried out in the program than all British university archaeology departments over the same period. Oh my lord! TV money. That is sort of embarrassing. TV Indeed. money, kids. Because, you know, why would you put money into science? Who wants to learn things anyway? Psh, science, I say, as I'm about to go study science, but oh well. <gasps> ah, science. I'm only studying Good it. Good science. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, if it's David Attenborough, I will watch it no Ooh, matter what. David Attenborough's good, eh? I still need to watch Blue David Planet 2, but I can't remember what it was on. It was on oh, BBC, yeah. but I didn't watch it at the time. Now it's gone. David Attenborough was how I connected to my granddad before he died. <laughs> That took a, a, either a good or a bad turn, and I'm not sure which. <laughs> I mean, it was a couple years ago. Yeah. But another fun fact around that in Japanese class a couple years before that, um, we had one of the trees that you'd tie little wishes to and you'd leave the wishes in the tree until they like came true or they just sort of fell off. Um, and I wished for my granddad's health. And then my granddad oh. died. Oh, that did that. Yeah. Oh, no. Unless you didn't wish for him to not have health. <laughs> like, it was... You, you were doing a good thing, and it just didn't turn out well. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was a couple years after, so I sort of feel like, you know, it reached its, like, full capacity. Yeah. And let's be honest, life ends. The magic tree. The magic tree's only so good. Exactly. You know, take what you can get from the magic tree. Um, and on that note, um, you know, look after your family. Okay. You Indeed. know, like, look after your family. Remember that, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing a public service announcement. Like, old people are lonely. <laughs> go and, go and like, spend time with them. Indeed. Go hang out with your fam. Don't listen to us natter on about not films for 20 minutes. Go, go and talk to your grandmother. <laughs> I don't know. If, you know, your grandmother, I don't know. See your family. Love them or something. I don't know. Or comparatively, Depends. you could bond with your family by listening yeah. to this podcast with them. Yeah. So yeah. then well, you can waste everyone's time. Yeah, do that. Do that. That's excellent. Better still, make them all listen to it separately so we get more views and then make them at- review it on Apple. Mm. I don't. Yes. Is it Apple Music or is it Apple Podcasts? I got a special thing. Apple Podcasts. It is Apple Podcasts. I hope you know that I despise Apple products with my entire yeah, like. Please theme. review us on Apple Podcasts. Please, please give us a five-star review. Or on Spotify. Can you review on Spotify? No, you can't. Please go on Apple Podcasts and review us there. We dearly want your reviews. Yeah. Um, Yeah, review our podcast. We want viewership. Viewership? Listenership. Listenership. (laughs) We want people to listen to our podcast. Exactly. And shout out to our first listener who will be listening, um, as they have promised me. Um, and if not, I will be spamming them with messages. So what you're saying is they will listen to that's what friendship it. is about. Friendship. Spam your friends. Okay, your mic just cutting out. Oh, oh rip. That's just Discord being. We apologize for any <laughs> technical issues caused by Discord being crap. Yes, and my terrible audio processing. So if I say something and it's completely off topic, it's probably just I didn't understand what people are saying. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, what are you actually looking at? I can just see you staring at the desk. My nails. Uh, 
Just staring at your nails. What's actually on your nails? Why are they interesting? I can't hear a single thing you're saying, but oh. I should specify the reason I'm staring at my nails is because when you do rock climbing, you ruin your nails and they become horrible and trashed. Ah, right, right. But that do rock sense. climbing. Do, do rock climbing. Rock climbing's fun. Okay. Is it? Yes, it's very fun. Especially when the gym you go to has a dog and a very, very cute dog at that. Ooh. We do like a dog. I'm a cat person, but still. Yes. I mean, any animal is great. Ooh. Especially alligators and crocodiles. Okay, you're a weirdo. They are very cool. Uh, they're very cool creatures. And if I had the time, I would go into all the reasons why I think they're cool, but I don't. So I will compile a list and some episode in the future, you will hear all about why I think alligators are great. The Steve Irwin special. Exactly. Should we do a Steve? We should do a Steve Irwin special. We definitely should. Yeah. Um, my personal preference for for animals is that they are like vaguely cute and don't have the capacity to consume me. Crocodiles and alligators are cute. Yeah, but they have the capacity to consume me. Everything has the capacity to consume you. Not when I'm a not when I'm alive and can like leave. Like my cat's not gonna fucking eat me while I'm alive. Whereas like an alligator might fully go for that. I mean, true. The question is, do you like chickens? Um, I tolerate them, but I also don't like it when they poo on my paths, my deck, and sometimes come inside <laughs> and nest on my desk. Okay, all first of, of all, chickens are, are adorable. I'm sure they are, but I, mean, I can appreciate them from a few meters away, and when they're not on my path. Yes. Um, but my point with that was that chickens will 100% if you're wounded and can't get away, they will absolutely attack you and try to eat you. Usually smaller animals, but they will definitely eat other chickens. What sort of nasty ass chickens have you got? Pardon? What sort of nasty chickens have you got? Because I used to have chickens and they didn't like try and eat me. Do you have a rooster? Yes, he was very violent. But no, the thing is with all children, all children... (laughs) Yes, all children are cannibals. No, the thing is with chickens is that if they have... You told me to cut the Nigeria bit. Hey, cannibalize... Okay, let's actually not get into that argument. We'll save that for the Silence of the Lambs episode. God. I have theories. Um. Anyway, my point is with chickens. If there's something that is wounded, like a mouse or a bird or another chicken, and it can't get away... Those chickens will 100% kill it and eat it. Probably eat it before they kill it, to be honest. Oh. Oh, that is fair. They are literally just tiny dinosaurs. They have no sense of morals. I mean, they are. They are the closest related to um, to dinosaurs that we know of. Snazzy. That is actually true. Huh. I thought it was crocodiles and alligators because they just sort of reached a point in evolution where they're like, nah, we're good. Uh, no, because cro- crocodiles aren't... They're not um, the same as, what are they called? Dinosaurs. They're not dinosaurs. They're from the same era, but they're not dinosaurs. Oh. Uh, For a better explanation on why that is, um, listen to The Psy Guys, which is another podcast that's got vastly more viewers than we do. Oh, yes. And uh, Corey had a really good explanation of why why crocodiles aren't dinosaurs, because even though they're the same age. Oh. I'm going to listen to that. I mean, they're not the same age. They haven't been alive for like 70 million years, but still. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to that later. <laughs> they're not like, they're not just casually immortal. <laughs> Turns out crocodiles are immortal. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, they're my not. favorite. If your, cro- if your crocodile is immortal, please contact someone and get help. First of all, don't have crocodiles as a pet. Second of all, my favourite thing about crocodiles is um, when, like, their rivers or wherever they're living, when it freezes, um, and they just stick their snout out the top and let their body freeze to live through the winter. Oh, as you do. Exactly. You know, just casually. Casually I love just... just freezes. Casually exactly. freeze yourself. You just stick Basically, out your nose. cryogenesis. Yeah, pretty much. Which is another topic that I want to talk about because that is horrifying oh. and I hate the thought of it. I hate the fo- Do you hate the thought of being frozen alive or dead? Um, Both, to be honest, because once you're dead, like you have absolutely no... Well, I mean, if you're frozen alive, you don't have any control either. But like, just, a, I mean, I'm more of the view that once you're dead, you know, it's just sort of a meat sack. But at the same time, the thought of people just casually having my body around sort of creeps me out. 
I really want to put in my will something like you have to keep my skeleton in a closet in some really specific location. <laughs> I mean, I would probably donate my um, body to science. Someone actually did that where they were, some scientist at Oxford actually donated their skeleton to Oxford to be kept, like, in a cupboard, just, like, in a corridor somewhere. I mean, that's fair, you know, you got to have some skeletons this, in your cupboard. Just straight up this, yeah, there's just this random skeleton somewhere in Oxford of this dude who was, like, a really good scientist in, like, the 1800s. And I cannot remember who he is. I apologise for this brilliantly <laughs> factual podcast, but, yeah. Indeed. Hmm. I feel like I would definitely donate my body to science if it got to be just sort of displayed somewhere creepily. Like, if there's a factor of, like, oh. weirdness to it, that would be good. I'd like them to keep my brain in a jar and then make me into... Or, or my head in a jar and make me into one of those Futurama heads in a jar. Oh, no, I'd hate that. You see, um... First of all, go listen to The Mechanisms, which is a great um, storytelling cabaret um but yeah one of the plot lines for ulysses dies at dawn is the fact that um when you die your brain gets pretty much put back into the system to run the city and so no one actually ever truly dies unless you're one of the olympians which was in air quotes who are the rich people um and that just Uh. horrifies me because then you're pretty much trapped for eternity um and yeah i don't like that you know fair enough fair enough um I don't know, I, I kind of like the, the Futurama head in a jar idea on a sort of intellectual level. It'd probably be nasty in real in reality, just like suddenly waking up and not having a body would yeah. probably not be great. And also I the fact- your brain would like that. No, and also the fact that if you had like a head in a jar, then you have absolutely no control and people can just literally look and poke at you as much as you want. And I mean, while you have no physical sense, it's still sort of horrifying. I mean, in Futurama, they, like, have little arm things that can come out the bottom of the jar and, like, attack people. Oh, yes. But then they also fully just, like, get kicked around and, like, beaten up. So, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be a head we in a jar. It. We should do an episode on Futurama. Uh, I'm just writing this in the doc. Uh, Futurama. No, that's not a heading. Cartoon. There we go. Cartoon. Futurama. I remember watching Futurama. Like, uh, very occasionally when it was on. And, like, I, I remembered bits of it, and then I went back and watched the whole thing. Ah. Um, and it, it's actually so good. Honestly, um, before you specified that it was a show, I thought that that was a genre, so I know nothing about what you're talking oh. about. It's, it's... Futurama was basically... The, the people who make The Simpsons made a, uh, a science fiction show, basically. Oh, future. And basically, the, the the premise of the show is is that uh, Fry is from the twenty first century. Mm-hmm. Accidentally gets cryogenically frozen for a thousand years. Oh, I have seen some of this actually. I remember one when I think yeah. one of them was in a coma, um, and that was a horrifying experience. Probably, oh, was that the first episode? Maybe no. I don't know. That was the one where he got he got frozen and then woke up like later. Um, oh, it was in the future. Snip. And he's an idiot, of course. As you are. Yeah, but it's it's got really interesting stuff. Like, there's just slightly marginally different social conventions that sometimes throw him off. And, Ooh, but yeah. it also, it's just whack as fuck because it's a cartoon. It's great. Mm. We should definitely watch that then. Speaking of social conventions. It got canned in 2013. Pardon? It got canned in 2013. It had been on and off for about 10 years. It kept getting... Cancelled by different networks. Well, I relate to but that. It, it was it was surprisingly good. It just like like it was good. It just lots of people weren't interested, so it never took off. Uh, the same yeah. way that like The Simpsons did. Because mm. for some reason they're still making The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't know about that. I've, Honestly, I've, I've watched some new Simpsons. It's just not that good. Yeah, I don't usually watch it unless I'm waiting for another show on TV. But I just remember no one episode where. I think it was Bart. He had like a twin that he ate in the womb, but he actually didn't. And then the twin oh. or something ended up in the attic and then he got chased by it and it was in chains and it was just horrifying and traumatized me. Oh, so. how do you find like the most horrific possible episode of any given show? I don't know. It's just a talent, honestly. 
It's horrifying. Because like, I'm like, Futurama. Oh, I saw the one with the coma and it was horrifying. <laughs> what about The Simpsons? Yeah, that was the one with the womb baby thing. I mean, honestly, I think I just... How? Generally, I remember the traumatic stuff from shows instead of, like, the rest of it. I mean... <laughs> that's probably true. I mean, like, even in real life, I just remember when people have, like, wronged me, <laughs> which is not great. Oh, that's just... Oh, that's just like a psychology thing, though. We just remember bad stuff more than good stuff because yeah. it helps you survive. Honestly, yeah. And also, I'm just pretty spiteful. So if someone someone does something, <laughs> I'll remember it because if they then try to deny it later, I know that I remembered it. And so I'm like, excuse me, no. But, but can you trust your memory? Because memory is like, you know, your brain just makes some stuff up sometimes. Actually, speaking of that, you know, I lent out my, I got a really good sh- uh, pencil sharpener with a pack of colouring and pencils, um, and I lent that to someone in my class, um, and I had, I, I just got home, and then last night I was looking for it, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I never got my sharpener back. Um, and so I messaged my group chat, and I was like, hey, who used my sharpener? Did you end up giving it back to me? Because I was fairly certain I hadn't seen it since then. Um... And then after a while, I looked towards my bowl that I put my pencil sharpeners in because I'm too lazy to go to the bin. Um, and there's my pencil sharpener. So my brain just went and turned around all the timelines and made me think that I had used it before I had lent it out and that I hadn't ever got it back. So, yeah, my memory just does fun things. that someone had stolen it. Yeah, that's just, that's sort of half just how brains work. Yeah. Because your brain's not great at remembering things. Like, there are people who just straight up have, like, a childhood memory that they checked with other people and it just never happened. They've just imagined it. Yeah, same. I do that. Brains are weird and I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, brains are weird and you can never understand your brain. Exactly. And as someone who's, like, purely motivated by spite, not having a good memory can be a bit of an issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, probably probably an issue. Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, be kind to people. Yeah, be, be kind to people. Don't be spiteful. Forgiveness. Exactly. I don't know. Forgive, but do not forget. Yeah, always remember in case they do it again. Exactly. If they do it again, don't talk to them ever again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Depends. Do you have the option, like, you know, like if an employer is shitty to you and you haven't got another job lined up? Yeah. But, like, if it's just someone you know, like, don't hang out with them anymore. Exactly. You don't need to stay with people just because society's like, eh, you have to forgive them and forget. Um, and to yeah. answer your question, I'm looking at tea stains on the paper on my desk because when I was pouring out my tea, it dripped onto my paper. Nice. Yes. It is. It is. Competence. Yeah. It irritates me because it's all uneven. The issue isn't that it's stained. The issue is that it's uneven. Yes, that is 100% the issue. Do you have any idea how tempted I was when I made the logo to put something just off-centre enough that you'd notice it sometimes? I can't explain to you how much I would absolutely quit this entire podcast if you put something off-centre. <laughs> oh, it's so tempting, though. If you did that, you, you would be doing a Just put the text on a solo. slight angle. Oh, gosh. Just put the text on a slight angle. Okay, on that note, we've had a full argument about whether isosceles triangles are good or not. Scalene. Scalene. Whatever, the uneven one. Triangles. I the quit maths floor. too many years ago for, to remember that. Technically, right angle triangles are scalene. <sighs> it just means all the sides are different lengths. Oh my god. I hate that. Okay, it has to have at least some line of symmetry. You can't just get a shape and do it all uneven. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You just can't. No. We have this issue in drama class that no one can make a circle because it's drama class. And so there's never a circle. It's a jelly bean. (laughs) It gives me nightmares. Only New Zealand viewers or listeners will understand this, but when you're in primary school and Harold the Giraffe comes around and and it's in this shitty little truck... And there's like, you know, 25 kids. And oh. so they're, they're like, make a circle. Oh, wait, that doesn't fit. Make a square <laughs> What they mean is a rectangle with rounded corners. Yeah, that's not pleasant. And no one could ever work out how it worked. And so what it ended up being was like, just sort of like, it was like a circle, but with dimples <laughs> into it. Oh, God. Because no one could work out that the walls were straight and just stand along them normally. Oh. Yeah. 
Honestly, all I remember yeah. from um, Harold the Draft was one time where um, the bus came to my primary school um, and they were doing something, I can't even remember what, but they turned off all the lights and they had tiny little print pricks in the ceiling to make it look like stars. Oh, no. And that was my I favorite thing ever. Going. I oh. don't know where this is going. That was the entire story. I thought you were going to hate it because it was uneven. Oh, no. I can I can deal with stars being uneven because, you know, that's just sort of... Okay, here's the problem. I can deal with things that are naturally made being uneven. I can't deal with things that are, like, drawn or, like, made by people being uneven because then that's just an error. Okay. Yeah. But, but what if it's done deliberately? If it's deliberately uneven then it has to yeah. be purposely so uneven that it's not even, you don't... Okay, so it's like in the science labs, um, there is a emergency like shower head thing and on the floor oh, there's yeah. a drain, but the drain oh, yeah. is like a foot off from the shower, from in line with the shower head. So it's first of all impractical because the water doesn't go straight into the drain. And second of all, it's not far enough away that it's like, oh, this wasn't meant to be under the shower head. It's purposely over here. Instead, oh. it just looks like they tried to put it under the shower head and instead just made a massive mistake. It's there's irritating. Probably, there's probably an actual reason why they did that to do with how the plumbing works, but yeah, I know I, I mean, feel that. Like, you might as well just move the shower head then. Like, you just yeah, centre it, for man. that's probably fixed as well. Yeah, but but no. It hurts. <laughs> just move it. Uh, it takes so much more work, but it's so much so, better. So your issue isn't when stuff's, like, so asymmetrical you don't notice. It's when it's just, it's, like, nearly symmetrical, but also just a little bit off. Yes. You should yes, look at your, exactly. You should look at your face, but in a what's called a, tr- what people call a true mirror. They're wrong, but anyway. Uh, where instead of flipping okay. it around, it doesn't, and then you notice all the weird asymmetries of your face. Okay, so fun fact, the Snapchat filter that does that, everyone was like, oh my god, my face looks so bad when it's been flipped. And I was like, what are you talking about? It looks exactly the same, because obviously I see it the same way. And then I did it on myself, and I literally wanted to cry. So that was extremely traumatic. <laughs> I did it on myself, and the only thing I noticed was that my arms went the wrong way, and I couldn't work out which way I have to point it to do stuff, because it's <laughs> made a normal but i didn't notice like oh, the, yeah. the asymmetrical thing and probably that's because i'm used to editing my videos of myself oh yeah see my problem is one From back side when of... i used to do tech youtube videos oh yeah the problem is with me is one side of my jaw is extremely lopsided compared to the other one <laughs> and so i'm i'm fine with seeing it the normal way but as soon as it gets flipped around it's so much more pronounced and so it's just like oh, oh my god yeah it's actually but not also... any more pronounced you just notice it yeah, exactly. Um, but another thing that really irritates me is especially with books, because when I sort out my books, they have to be done in color, size, um, series, and just general how much I like them, which makes it extremely hard. Um, but you see the Magnus Chase books by Rick Riordan, two oh, of God. the books have a tiny logo of the wolf and its, fa- its head is facing either right or left. I can't remember which. But then I think it's the third book. The wolf is facing the other way and it's a different size and a different like color or design. And I've never been more irritated with a book series than I have with that one. It irritates me. Pettiest thing though. It's so frustrating because they're done by the same publisher. They're the same sort of like cover design, but then they were just like, Hey, let's change this tiny little icon of a wolf and put it the opposite way. I guarantee you. I guarantee you what happened was is the same designer who did the first two books didn't do the third one. I know. And it was done by someone else who didn't know what the other ones looked like and remembered but remembered wrong. Yeah, but it's just like, come on, you just need, you literally, all you have to do is get a copy of the book and check which way it is. Because now, like... So that's as if just getting a copy of a book's easy. Wait, you're a publisher. And a, well, designer. You you should... It's not that hard. I mean, yeah. Because now I've got my three, the three books in the series lined up, and not to mention they're different sizes. So the first one is a whole bunch shorter than the last two, but then the first two have a wolf going one way, and then the third one, the wolf faces the other way. It's stupid. <gasps> oh no! It, I hate it you so see, much. So I have to cover it with more books. You see, my solution is to just one, not have a bookshelf because I don't own that many books, and two. I have I have a Kindle. I don't need a bookshelf. Well, um, I mean, that's all good and well, but I have comfort books that I actually need the physical book for. 
So. <laughs> Uh, I, I kid you not. Some I l- people have like some people have like a soft toy for that, and you have books. Okay, so a couple years ago, you're a nerd. I know, but a couple years ago, I was going through like this weird stage where I was just like extremely homesick, even though I was literally at home. And so I literally had my books in my bed with me. <laughs> oh, oh dear, that's the weirdest story of the podcast so far. I know, but it was just comforting because then I was like, "Where's my book?" and I could actually touch it, and I knew that, like. You know, it was my book sort of thing. Yeah. You know, fair fair enough. So. Um, I also have a little dog (laughs) that I've had since I was like, I don't know, two. And its name is unironically dog. Because that's just what happens when kids name stuff. Yeah. I I have a cat and I named it Meow. (laughs) Actually, no, my sister did the same thing, I think. So... I think it's just a kid thing, to be honest. Yeah, it it definitely is, though. Because kids don't have the vocabulary to come up with clever names for things, so they just name them after what's vaguely like them. I actually have two cats. The other one's called Charlie, because that's what's written on the tag. Aww. They, they, like, came pre-named. Oh, yes, yeah, those ones. Actually, I had a... um, I got a little small cat. Um, It was Ginger, and uh, I named it Ginger. As you do. I mean, fair enough. And then... I know yeah. people who legit name their actual pets like that, though, to be fair. There was this neighbor's cat at my nana's new house, and it was Ginger, and so I was like, oh my god, we should name it Ginger. Like, completely ignoring the fact that it's someone else's cat, because I had no concept of, like, ownership. Um, but yeah, you know, I was really original. Of course, obviously. Um, I really want to name a cat Dave for no no reason other than it seems amusing. Okay, and on that stream, okay, animals and like anything that like just has random human names is the best because like, I've got my plants right, and so I've got Augustus, Cicero, Achilles, Patroclus, okay, um, Barbara, and Kevin. Okay, though, until Barbara and Kevin, those were not normal human names. No, that's a point, as they all got cool names, and now I've just got Barbara and Kevin. Because, actually, a lot of things that I own are called Kevin. Like, I'm pretty sure I've got a bottle called Kevin. I know someone called, um, called Nivik, which is just Kevin backwards. I, uh, no. Mm. That's the actual you legal know. name as well. But was it purposely just like... Let's name our kids something quirky and fun. Let's call them Kevin Backwards. Yes, it was literally that, as far as I know. Oh, I don't know. That I, I don't know him that well. I just like peripherally know him. He'll oh, probably listen yeah. to this podcast one day. I don't know. Maybe. Hi, <laughs> hi, Nivik, If you're here, actually, to be oh, honest, probably that... won't. Pro- probably yeah. won't. But if you're ever here, hi, welcome. I remember you exist. That just reminds me of like those white soccer mums who are like, oh my god, I want to be so original with naming my kids. I'm going to name her Kaylee, but like with super wacky spelling. Oh god. And but like, then you just spend your entire life correcting people and spelling your name. Yeah, but the parents don't have to until, well, I mean, they do, but they'll just get super offended if you spell it wrong. Yeah, they, they have to correct the spelling until their kid's old enough to do it for them. Yeah, and then their kids just go and get a name change. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Actually, so. a really cool idea I think would be is you turn eighteen and do like a and there's like a cultural like ceremony where you choose your like adult name. Yes, I would like that because you know you have no say over what your name is. So why shouldn't you be able to change it potentially if you want? Yeah, and you have to live with it your entire life. So exactly, like, of course you need to like change it. Mm. It's like all those kids who are now called Corona. God, this podcast brought to you by two people who have both changed their names. Yeah, (laughs) two people who don't like their birth names, so have changed them. Two people who changed their name for the same reason as well. Exactly. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Mm. Follow me on Twitter, I'm more active, but follow Elias on Twitter too. Yes, follow me at Glysol, spelt really inconveniently, um, because... It's, It's in the description. Yeah. To be fair, I made that name when I was in, like, year seven, I think, for my DeviantArt account. So, you oh know. God. Yeah. And then I just oh, stuck no. with it. Yeah. Yeah. As, as you do. Yeah. I've never stuck with names until I'm just now Ash Montgomery on everything, pretty much. Mm, yeah. I've just sort of actually... Although, actually, no, my at handle, 
my at handle now is just cats are good yes because it was a string of text I came up with trying to come up with a second account at some point. Oh and I was like, yeah, oh, that's nice. And so now it's everything. Yeah, I was just super rigid, un- unoriginal, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call everything Gliswell because I'm lazy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I've been trying for I've been trying for like years to come up with a name that I was happy with to use on everything, and I ended up just settling on just using my name. It's just easier. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's what I've done for my Twitter because I'm just like, eh, I really can't buy bo- can't be bothered. Yeah, fair enough. Retweet Ash Montgomery. That's what I've done. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you retweet? Didn't you retweet me yesterday when we set this up? Oh yeah, but I was retweeting a different tweet because you oh. know, looking on Twitter while doing a podcast is just what you of do. Course. Of course, we're such professionals. Exactly. And what side note, that can get edited out. Um, how long are we going to put this for? <laughs> Uh, we're aiming for about an hour, so we're going to keep going for a few more minutes. Okay, cool. But I'm not editing that out. Oh, okay. Well, then people could just get inside knowledge on me How wanting to cry. Yeah, pretty much. And oh. me shuffling around on my chair. That's very loud yeah, and creaky. <laughs> creak. creak. Creak, creak. I haven't actually got anything to make an artificial creak noise. Oh. I mean, you just sort of like shove your desk a bit. Oh yeah, that that is loud. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> you can see it on the waveform. Mm, yeah. I was looking at that. I was like, nice. My poor, my poor desk. It's I got it for like super cheap from a, a local business that was like getting rid of it. Oh yeah, you um, see, my desk yeah. doesn't creak because my desk is made by my opa who made it for my birthday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because he's I, like I, I was. I was going to make a custom desk, but I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just buy one. Yeah, and a lot of times I'm like, you know, I'm going to make this thing. But then I realized that I've got absolutely no skills in carpentry. So it doesn't really work. Apart from, I did make my book, my bookcase. I made my bookcase because it's a whole bunch of beer crates screwed together. Yeah, um, so. I compared my carpentry ability to the ability of the US government to manage things effectively on Twitter the other day. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert, folks. I am crap at carpentry. <laughs> I feel like you'd somehow still be better than um, how US is managing this situation. I mean, that's not a difficult bar to pass. But this isn't a politics um, podcast. Please don't feel alienated if you disagree with us. But also, if you're going to be an asshole, please leave. Yeah. Don't be, don't be a bigot. Just don't. Yeah. If you, if you can't cope with being nice to people... Leave our podcast. We're not interested in t- uh, talking to you. Exactly. And if you think being a horrible person is a personality trait, then nah. If you not tweet us saying, you. oh, you're SJW trash, I will block you because <laughs> fuck, I don't want to talk to you. You're clearly an arsehole. Exactly. Because I stand I, I find it with... really funny. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. I find it really funny people who think SJW is somehow a bad thing. Yeah. And Look at me like... fighting for other people's rights. How terrible of a person am I? Exactly, like, and on that note... What's the logic there? Yeah, black lives matter, I should say. Yes. And also, don't be a horrible person to other people because of their skin tone, gender, or sexuality. It's just common sense. Or, in, or anything else, unless they're a Nazi, in which case be terrible to them because they don't deserve uh, it. Yes. Like, just don't be a Nazi, to be honest. In other, in other news, um, please advocate for the arrest of uh, Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hack. Hank, Hank, fuck. Jonathan <laughs> Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove, who murdered Brianna Taylor. Yes, Please see indeed. to it that they're arrested. Because yes. they don't fucking deserve to be free. Exactly. Politics. Woo. Basically, yes. don't kill people. Exactly. And you know, I read um, somewhere the same reason you don't see cops arresting KKK members is the same reason you never saw Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus in the same room. Oh, I wonder why. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, basically what we're, what we're learning is, is that American cops are mostly terrible people. And I say mostly because I'm sure there's one somewhere yeah. in the mil- like thousands of American cops who isn't, but mm. by and large... All cops are bastards. Yes, because you have the problem of, while the person as an individual might not be bad, 
the moment you're stepping into a role like an officer or a cop, you're immediately taking a role of a bad person. So it doesn't actually matter how you are as an individual, the fact that you're taking that job makes you a bad person. Shout out to the Scandinavian police, though, because they have to train for three years mm. to be a police officer, and so what you do is you weed out all the bad people. Yes, although that is not to say that there probably are not any issues. In the same time as, like, thousands of Americans have died in police training, there's been about eight deaths in Scandinavia, mostly of people who were just shooting back at the police. Right, yes. As far as I'm aware. And also, please note that if you have any issues with what we're saying and have... um. Uh, what is it called? Criticism, but constructive. Constructive criticism, and if we say yeah. anything that is offensive, if, please if let we, us know. If we say stuff, if you say stuff, that, if we say stuff that's factually inaccurate, please tell us yes. and back it up with evidence. Mm-hmm. If we say something that's offensive, again, tell us, but also tell us why. Yes, and we will improve because otherwise, you're just going to get conservative assholes going. Oh, that's offensive. When in reality, what it is is they're yes, a bigot. Yes, indeed. If you're a bigot, don't talk to us. We don't want to talk to you. Exactly. I mean... I say that knowing... I say that knowing fully that bigots don't, like, know that they're bigots. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, considering our entire sort of personalities for both of us is something that bigots would find (sighs) repulsive, um, yeah. Yeah. Just don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, if if looking at someone's Twitter and seeing that they've got a rainbow flag in their username... Mm. And their pronouns in their bio makes you irrationally angry. Yes. You're not going to enjoy this show. Exactly. And if you have issues with either either of those facts, then you're definitely not going to like the show either. No. Fundamentally, this is not the show for you. Exactly. However, if you're willing to open your mind and educate yourself, please listen on. Yes. And I will personally be answering questions if any arise about that topic as best as I can through my experiences, which is not to say that I will speak for anyone else, but I can give a sort of general overview. Yeah, I have absolutely no right to speak for other people, but I will happily speak for myself. Same. And that is the best way to do it. Yeah, don't tell other people what they can and can't do. You don't fucking know what they're feeling or how their how their life is yeah. going. That's my logic. Very good logic. I agree. Yeah, um, we've just about hit an hour, so we're, I, think we, I think it's time to wrap up. Indeed, that sounds like a um, good idea. <laughs> It's been a bit of a journey. Um, we did not stay on topic. The next episode will be about a film. No, we didn't, but there wasn't a topic. No. The next episode will be vaguely centred on a film. Maybe um, for the first five minutes. After that, who's to say? Uh, I'm going to try and pull it back. You could try. But yeah, we'll, we'll try. Um, yeah, so the next episode will be on a film. We will announce on Twitter what that film's going to be. You can follow me on Twitter at Cats Are Good Yes. And you can follow me at Gleisel, which is I need to spell find the spelling because I don't know how to G-L-Y-W-I-L-S. spell L Y W I L S that. And I'm happy to talk to people. Alright, well that's all for today, folks. Um I hope you enjoyed the episode and we will see you next time. Call Me My Crave was created by Ash Montgomery and Elias and is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. For regular updates on the show, follow us on Twitter at Call Me A Microwave with no E at the end, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and email us via callmeamicrave at gmail.com or contact us on social media. Links to where you can find us elsewhere online are available in the episode description. Thanks for listening.